No holds barred. No bullshit. The pop culture anarchists. This is Trash Talk Boys. To trash talk boys episode three chili's already talking about his nasty rotted asshole uh if you haven't noticed there hasn't been a big pipe up from train he died in a tornado he was in tennessee fighting a bear and just got swallowed up in the eye of the storm so uh gotta on, yeah gotta Sorry. move on show must go on rest in peace you stupid idiot and uh this is trash talk boys episode three i am welcomed uh welcomed joined yeah. by mr joey days and chili as per usual lose behind the scenes thank you my friend uh chili since you're here and we were talking about your absolute fucking disgusting gut rot ass um i mean how else are you feeling are you feeling better <laughs> elsewhere uh good i think we covered it in the cold open lots of diarrhea talk a lot of gas talk uh in terms of actual fashion and things relating to the show pretty good i got a uh, ollie express over coming in Pretty happy about ooh, that. Ooh, but, the uh, return of the cheapskate. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was the uh, Eric Emanuel shorts. Yep, exactly. Bingo. Yeah. I got some beanies, some EE shorts, and some knockoff AirPods coming. Wow. Yeah. I hope they're better than the other knockoffs you got. Um. Yeah. Odds <laughs> are. I think I got a bump batch. Same yeah, ones. Because yeah. uh, our, oh. our buddy CMAC that I reference fairly frequently. Oh yeah. He got the exact same ones that I got, but I think his my order got delayed, so it got fulfilled by a different company or whatever right so a different seller malaysia instead of china so i got like uh, a patch the new right. one's coming we'll see Fast don't trust food. the Maja- malaysian knockoffs yeah all right and of course mr joey days our correspondence outside the jack shack how are you doing my friend i'm fantastically well happy to see you guys man i didn't expect mother nature to swoop in and take train away but uh rest in peace Yep. And contrary to what he said the last episode, we are going to have an open casket of his absolutely torn up body, but he's going to be face down ass up. Um, no, no. I got his medical wishes years back. It was actually he wanted to be cremated, put into a soda cup, punch the diet tab and then throw him in the dumpster. <laughs> OK, I like no that. ice. You probably easy ice. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just last episode he was talking about wanting to be burned being yeah. cremated because we were talking about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yep that's right so uh we do miss you train uh he is not fucking dead he is probably about 10 feet that way and uh he may pop in to rip some ass he did fart he while we were doing our audio test so uh of course not looking forward to the, yeah not looking forward to that uh welcome to the poop talk straight out the gate guys episode three let's get going with this week's open forum right in the open forum usually we talk pickups first i know i've got absolutely fucking nothing because i'm a broke ass lately uh you know school and work taking up all my fucking time not making enough money as a fucking receptionist so depressingness aside chili aliexpress stuff coming in you got anything uh, real yeah i already covered all the aliexpress stuff but the good news is you got a fucking sweet little collection so whenever mm-hmm. the mood strikes you can do a trade sell mm-hmm. some stuff pick up some other stuff you know whatever true just so, need uh, that you got any well okay that's true you don't know if you don't have the time to do it uh anything brewing or is it kind of like your 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 focus is on schooling and, and making bills and just doing that stuff right now that's pretty much where i'm at right now but yeah definitely there are i mean i would say pfft maybe upwards of 10 pairs that I could box up and not miss at all and just go cash out and grab a couple that I really want or have been wanting. Um, 
just don't have the fucking time. So, you know, I, I turn the Clippers on and just fucking practice and practice. I'm I'm loving seeing those in person. Semi-frozens. One of my faves. Hell yeah. Last Love I remember them. seeing those besides here was Joey with you when you were in town. We were catching Machine Head about a couple of years ago. Oof. That's right. That was right before the pandemic went crazy and everything yep. uh, shut down. Yeah, that was like January 2020, man. Yep. Bought off wow. the Time fucking agree. flies. Uh, Joey, any fucking new pickups with you, my friend? No, no pickups. Uh, I was a clown this morning. Like so many other people trying to hit on the dunk uh, restock on the black dunks, the men's and the women's didn't matter that they had men's and women's available. Uh, no dice for me. Uh, L's across the board. But um, hey, February is kind of a uh, cool month, but uh, things are going to be picking up shortly in the coming months. And I can't wait. So uh, hopefully that means some hits, not more L's. We'll see. For sure. I'm, I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping we all get a nice pair, whether it's through a trade or through an actual drop. Would be nice to see some fucking wins coming in for the S. Oh, I almost said SPP. Oh, my gosh. For the TTB crew. Hey, it's, for the OGs, you know the SPP. Hey, it's right? bound to happen. It's bound to you happen. Got it. You got it. I'm surprised it took three episodes for me to fuck that up. So yeah. proud of myself. Formerly known. As That's SPP. right. This is the podcast formerly known as Sneaker Peak Podcast. We are the Trash Talk Boys missing our loudmouth cohort, but Still cruising right along. Um, anybody got any stories from the past week? I mean, uh, uh, I already co- covered the good stuff from me. Yeah, diarrhea, shitting oh. himself, stinky. Okay, Joey, any stories this week? Anything happen? Uh, nothing too crazy. We had my wife and I had a friend in town, Katie Reiner, this past week, and it was nice to uh catch up with her. We hit hit up the uh tar pits, hit up that museum. It had been Ooh. a while since I've been there. In fact, when I was just a youngster, when I was actually living in New Jersey, we visited Ooh. California, and that was the way long ago when I first uh visited. So it was nice to uh do a rewatch, if you will, of the Tar Pit Museum and spend the day uh, hanging out with her, hit up Santa Monica, Farmer's Market, things like that. It was a good time. Fuck yeah, dude. I love to hear it. And uh, a little bit of news here. We did get that uh, baby shower invite, my friend. Oh! Very exciting. Thank you guys so much. Very cute. Love the uh, tiny human. <laughs> I appreciate that. So Look tight, man. That. I was going to have to inquire off air, but looks like we can do it right on air. I appreciate that. Of course, oh, my friend. RSVP. All right. Yes. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, whatever I have to do to make that day a not work day, I am all in, my friend. And uh I guess that's it for the stories this week. Uh, Chili stinks, and I'm going to see Mr. Joey and Bree for their fantastic celebration of the new life they're bringing into this world. Yep, we're caught up. That's it. Yeah, right on, right on. Okay, well, let's kick into the first real segment here this week, guys. It is time for Drip Fit, Joey. Let's cook it. All righty, folks, welcome back to Drip Fit. Let's get right into it. First up, we are looking at Suns guard Cameron Payne, and he is rocking a black Kill the Hype hat. He also has a black Rude nylon logo puffer jacket that costs $1,218. This whole Rude fit, he's also got another pair of Rude uh, accessories. He's got the black Rude snap cargo pants that cost $572. And paired with the Travis Scott Cactus Jack Air Jordan 6 Olive that are currently going on the aftermarket price for $818. Cameron Payne, drip fit total, not including his accessories, $2,563. Well, it's a shame that our rude boy, Mr. Trainwreck, isn't here to go over this fit. I know he would be slobbering and drooling all over this, probably minus the shoes. Now, 
I love the Air Jordan 6, and I do really like this Cactus Jack olive colorway. Of course, I took an L on it. I know both you and Train hit on this shoe. As much as I love this shoe, it's the one kind of negative I've have with this fit. I love this fit and I do like the shoes, but I just think he should have busted out some different shoes with it. I don't think that olive green is really going with the all black that he has. It's not bad, but I just think if he went with something a little brighter, it could have really just made the fit pop some more. Gotcha. Uh, hey, maybe <laughs> if, if I he, can. Maybe if he put on those semi-frosens. What do you got for sure. me? A quick caveat. If that rude jacket had the yellow lettering, yellow stitching, and he had the yellow laces in the sixes, that might be a hard flex. That might be a fucking winner. I but, like uh, that, man. Yeah, That's, I think that, uh, that altogether, this is pretty fucking hot, dude. It's a pretty easy win. I mean, you really can't go wrong with those sixes. The quality in hand is definitely there. I like them, just not enough to keep them. I flipped mine. Um, I know Train did the same, and I do have, <clears throat> pardon me, a little cum in the neck there. Train's response <laughs> for this fit he says, all in, the perfect fit, top to bottom. Would rather throw on some foam runners, but absolutely stunning clothing. Would bang, 10 out of 10. <laughs> okay. So, I, I'm not even going to lie. I thought, because I we like to ask each other, you know, hey, what shoes would you swap out, et cetera? What would you replace? And I knew that fucking sicko would go with the foam runners. I, I just yeah. knew it. And I just want to piggyback on your comment with the lace swap. If he went with those gold yellow laces, I think that would be awesome. And then maybe with the headwear, like an accessory, maybe wear some red in that hat just to further sure. accent it. Because those olive cam, or excuse me, the olive Air Jordan 6, it has some red in it too with the mm -hmm. yellow. Again, I just think this fit needs a little more color, not a lot, but just to make it pop. What do you think? Yeah. Another little touch. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, as far as the jacket goes, I think the jacket is kind of, I don't want to say whack, but certainly overpriced. It looks like a hundred dollar jacket with a thousand dollar logo sewn onto it. So I'm not a huge fan of the jacket. The pants are money, but I think what is the, uh, okay. Foam runners. Fine. Totally agree. I'm with train on that, but I think what would be better is uh, the British khakis. Jordan hmm. six. Okay. Scott British khakis. There you I think go. That's by far nice the better color. Yeah. Yeah. I like that audible for sure. Nice gentlemen. Definitely. And like an absolute dummy dickhead, uh, train offered me to, uh, he's like, Hey man, I hit on those. I don't really like him. You want to buy them? I was like, ah, Dave kind of wants them. So I was like, all right, Dave, buy him, buys them fucking six months later. He sells them. Like, God, fucking damn it. Oh <laughs> shit. I didn't know that. I wondered what the story was because I remember producer not wanted them. Now, do you know, did Dave actually wear them? Are they DS or did he sell them? Uh, I think he probably popped him on a couple times, but I, I think the newness, you know, and that happens with pairs. Sometimes you love them, you get them, wear them once or twice, eh, and then it just kind of wears off. So I'm not, I'm not hating, but in it, you know, it's my own goddamn fault because I got first crack at him and I had turned him down. So yeah. fuck me, whatever. Hate to say That's it, homie, hard. but you played yourself. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I, yeah, and then the fucking Jordan Live Five Fire Reds as well. I did the same fucking thing. God damn! I hit those during the last dance, uh, the the hot drop. Yeah, and I yes. sold them like an asshole. Oh my god! Damn, I remember I, that. I've heard, oh. I've heard you reference that one a few times in regrets. So it I know hurts. that one definitely uh, yeah. stings. Well, hey, I'm happy to hear that we're all feeling Mr. Payne's uh, fit here. Train, thanks for your uh, two cents as well. I knew you liked that uh, rude boy 
Cameron Payne. All right, moving along, we are looking at funny man Seth Rogen here, and he is at the Pam and Tommy premiere, and he is decked out in Fear of God, the seventh collection. He is rocking the seventh collection California blazer in a gray, smoke gray colorway that costs $1,950. He also has the Fear of God seventh collection matching trousers that cost $850. And then on feet, he's wearing the Fear of God, the California slip bonds that cost $195 in a beige kind of tan colorway. Seth Rogen drip fit total $2,995. All right. I see you shaking your head over there. What do we think about this, gentlemen? I just want to emphasize too, for our listeners that cannot see Mr. Rogan here, he is wearing the fear of God, but it is pretty baggy on him, I must say. So I appreciate him rocking this, but I don't think he's pulling it off, in my opinion. What, what, what do you think? You prove me otherwise? Or- Go ahead, Joe. Well, I, I was just going to say, like, I definitely noticed the fact that it's baggy, but it seems baggy yet tailored. It, it looked like it's true. Pretty fucking well. I feel like somebody cut this up for him. And it's, it's as far as, you know, what it reminds me of in terms of contrast. And I'm not a sports guy. So let me know on the name. Jalen Green, uh, Rockets guy or uh, Houston guy. Is that the name? Oh, yes. He was yeah. wearing that. He was wearing that baggy ass teal fucking whatever blazer. Yeah. I think it was not tailored. Yeah. And he's just swimming in yes. that fucking jacket. And I think by contrast, and maybe it's also the fact that it's like a muted gray, it's much more chill. But I think he's fucking crushing this. And at a distance, these uh, Fear of God shoes look like some fans or some kids or something at a distance. Kids. <laughs> wow. For sure. For sure. They're definitely, uh, they draw inspiration for that. Jerry Lorenzo has worked with Vans in the past for sure. Oh, yeah. I just want to follow up on your Taylor comment. Do you think Jerry actually tailored this for him? You think that they got together before the premiere here and he hooked them up? I would be shocked. No, I think he's way too fucking busy for that shit. I think he probably got it and then took it and had somebody, you know, slice it up for him a little bit. Yeah. Sent the measurements in. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And I think it looks great. I think he's nailing it. Are you feeling this fit here, CJ? I mean, just to piggyback off of Chili, it looks baggy in all the right places, if that makes any fucking sense. Uh, It looks very much comfortable it looks super nice stylish a little bit on the low profile end you know what i'm saying comfortable definitely comfort over uh you know looking too bougie but man i can't stand those fucking clog things man now that i know you know looking into them looking what they are they don't look bad like from the picture standpoint but man throw on some straight up throw on some checkered vans i'd be more into this like i I don't i don't know it's just it's just it the cream with the gray doesn't fucking do it for me. And I'm not really sure why. Maybe I'm the asshole here. I'll admit, but I don't know, man. I think all together I'm in, I think it fucking works. And uh, I'm sliding down here for the well, dead man's take I, here. I don't want to keep on fucking, <clears throat> excuse me, beating a dead horse, but it's, I don't think of fashion when I think of Seth Rogan. So it seems like he's got a it's stylist pretty, or yeah. he's got somebody helping out. And if you Definitely. are self-aware enough to, Know that your fashion's not your thing, or you're not like that's not your strong suit. Uh-huh. So you uh, put somebody on the payroll to take your lean of that for on you. the stylist. That's just as good as having good fashion taste. Oh, for sure. Especially Definitely. if you got the fucking money. If you got enough money to wear a three thousand dollar outfit, sure, you've got a stylist. And I'd you're imagine. Self-aware enough to know that you need the help, and you yep. take it. Yep. Yep. Otherwise, I'm sure if it was up to him, he'd roll in there looking like fucking Adam Sandler, basketball shorts and yeah, some yeah, fucking. What, whatever and we've seen and we've seen him dress like that before yeah. in the yeah, past. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
maybe he's uh, lived and learned and, you know, he's just stepping his game up. I like it. I just think it's a little baggy. He has his uh, hands in his pocket. And I feel like once he takes him out, that blazer is just going to be that much bigger, bigger and baggier too. That just That's a like, really good point. Yeah. Just a little offsetting, but um, like a couple of granny fun bags, they'll hit his knees. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> maybe for sure. And with the, uh, and with the fear of God loafer with the slip-ons, you know, I hear they're just super comfortable. From really listeners i know that have it and then look at too um it's just yeah that price point is a bit high for slip on loafers now is that retail price on those yeah that's, yeah, that's retail really price yeah oh yeah get right the fuck out of here with that yeah, that's silly well Ugh. it's just hey i guess i would rather drop that coin on those than maybe like a thousand dollar gucci or louis vuitton loafer slippers if you will you but, know yeah, yeah that's but fair. i mean who knows i mean if you do a lot of uh lounging around the house i mean hell people wear these out so, I mean, I think I might, I've been thinking about it because I've okay. mentioned in the past, like I'm really big into having my rainbows, the sandals at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I think for some people that really like the comfort slippers, et cetera, it might be an avenue to take. I'm not saying I'm going to pull the trigger, but I'm looking into it. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to see right. Seth Grain kind of stepping up his game. Seth Rogen, excuse me here and uh, looking good for the Pam and Tommy uh, premiere. I like that. And before I get into Train's um, deal here, socks or no socks, if you're getting those. Oh, man. They're closed toe. Yeah, That's no, I, I'm not a fucking sewer rat to quote our man train. So uh, I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing socks, man. Just, it, just how it is, and that's that's a good point though too. I think I would try them just to feel what the texture's like. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I've tried on uh, the Yeezy slides, and I right away I knew that it would have to be something I'd have to wear a sock in. I just yeah. didn't like the way that it the felt material just feels. Skin, yes. Yeah, well, it's yeah. medically it's necessary froggy. too because with the foam runners, they just absolutely shred my ankles. That's socks. you keep yeah. saying that. Dude, I've yet I to even yeah. put a pair Dude, on. I still got a little fucking nub on my ankle where it's like you can see like it was a scab. Like oh, it's wow, just, yeah. yeah, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, dude, it rubbed me raw. But I tell you, what, <laughs> rub me raw with two pairs of socks. It's the most comfortable thing ever. So it's weird. It's it's both. Wow. Okay. And just to hear Train's quick take here for Seth Rogen's drip fit. Rogen is aging like fine wine, obviously due to his drug addiction to marijuana cigarettes. Shoes are pathetic. <laughs> so I'm sure this is He's another present. outfit that he would substitute the loafers for the foam runners. Foam runners. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. I hope that fucking bear in the tornado bit his fucking eyeballs out. All right. Well, I guess that's a nice segue talking about foam runners. We're going to kind of segue here into another segment, a new segment, if you will, but it's still under the drip fit fashion umbrella with, if you will, we're going to be talking some fashion news. And I mentioned yay. So sources say that Yeezy and Gap is taking too long. According to these sources, Gap is becoming frustrated at the rate in which the Yeezy Gap collection has been rolled out. When the collaboration was originally announced back in June 2020, Gap said that the first Yeezy Gap pieces would launch in 2020, followed by a full collection of apparel and accessories in 2021. So far, as we know, we have only seen two items that have launched, the Yeezy jacket and the Yeezy hoodie. Now, Ye has final say over the collection. So one of the reasons it's been slow than expected is because West has say over the collection and has struggled to keep products under the original $100 price point that he stipulated while maintaining the quality that he wants. So Gap has also made changes to fit around Kanye's, excuse me, Ye's schedule. 
including moving its support teams from Cody, Wyoming to Atlanta and Los Angeles. So gentlemen, I remember when we were talking about this Yeezy Gap, when they were joining forces and what it would uh, detail. And I could be quite frank too. Yeah, it does seem like it's been kind of dragging along. Like if you look at everything that he's released, as we mentioned, the two items, the jacket and just the hoodie, we all know how fucking erratic this guy is. <laughs> Make no yeah. question about it. But at the same time, we do know what type of power this guy has, star power. And to his credit, too, he does create some dope shit. A lot of shit that he comes out with is hot and a lot of people seek it. But I feel like Gap knows what they got themselves into. They made their bed, so they need to pump the brakes here. What do you guys think? Do you think this is anything to really talk about? Is this something to kind of be afraid of? What do you guys think? Do you even care? I mean, it, for me, there's two factors that pump in, especially with Ye. The exclusivity makes it more sought after. Definitely. And then how much of it is just pandemic, you know, overlap, you know, shipping issues, blah, 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 yes. this and that. And how much of it is just him being an absolute fucking pain in the ass? You know what I mean? It, it could be anything. However, the fact that it's rolling out slow, here's the thing. When it does release, the shit sells out. You're right. It's not losing money when they drop shit. The, the time it's taking, I'm sure, is a little, you know, obviously it's later than they expected. However, if they do a big collection drop, it's all going to sell out. Who knows? Maybe he's just holding on to a bunch for like a, a summer collection or something this year. I don't know. I mean, it's been two fucking years, almost a whole year and a half, you know, going on two years. So, like, I don't know. And dealing with this motherfucker, dude, you really it's all speculation i have yeah. no idea what's to come i don't know what gap can really do about it i mean is, is this thing signed in blood can they back down like i really don't know it's all so unbelievably unknown <laughs> yeah we don't know the fine prints as far as what the mm -hmm. uh, contract uh entails completely but uh you make a great point i mean how we were just talking about jerry lorenzo in the drip fit segment the same could be said with him and adidas you know i'm waiting to see what he comes out here with adidas i mean i'm hoping that it's not just like fear of god with adidas tagged on it or something you know, right. I hope he kind of makes something a little more original but back to yay here we like to say a lot of times with collaborations you know one might need the other more so well in this case this is gap needing yay more than yay needs gap i mean clearly gap it has fallen from grace they need to be relevant and that's why one of the main motivations that they signed with yay in this yeezy gap line but i think you bring up some great points about the pandemic and things as well maybe that has uh, to do with the slow slow rollout but we'll certainly just have to wait and see chili you got anything to add a little bit, I suppose. I was going to say, yeah, supply chain issues, all that, whatever. And that's true. But on the other hand, you know what? You're you're running a business. So, you know, don't fucking cry to me about supply chain issues or things are not coming off fast enough or somebody's being a pain in the ass. You had a window. I was interested as a casual consumer, potentially of a easy gap thing. They did the the hoodies and they got that weird shiny jacket. And that's yeah. all that I've personally, that all the thing that I'm aware of. Yeah, those are the two that's items. That's yeah, it. I was never going to get yeah. the jacket. I, uh, the hoodie, maybe but I haven't seen anything since then. So it's, if it was, if we weren't on a podcast talking about it, I would never think about it again because hmm. it is the, the window has passed lost in the ether. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, sure. so yeah, they missed their window. And at this point too, this is all hearsay, you know, various sources. I mean, we don't know. Gap hasn't really officially came out and said anything. It's just saying that inside sources are saying that they're just upset with how things have rolled out, but it's fashion news. It's something to keep your, uh, 
eyes and ears out for. So we will certainly keep you guys updated on that. Some last bit of fashion news. We have the Bape Jound collaboration that's set to drop online this Saturday, February 5th at 12 p.m. Eastern time at both jound.com and bape.com and at select vape stores. This capsule was originally teased on Jound's site in December of last year, and the collection features a new iteration, excuse me, a new iteration on the Bapes to shoe alongside a matching hoodie and tee, both the shoe and the apparel line are in a white and gray color seam and the clothing line reads a tasteful ape, a little play on a bathing ape. At this time, this is interesting though, there's no retail pricing for the pieces and they're set to drop here in the coming days. So hopefully both Jound and Bape do come up with uh, retail prices. But if I had to guess, the Bapesters usually go for around 295 for retail. So maybe since this is a collab, it might be a little more 300. Uh, as far as the t-shirt, um, I'm guessing maybe in the 60 to $100 range, but it could be more because of Jound. And then lastly, for the hoodie, you could be looking at possibly $300. Bape isn't cheap, and this is a collaboration. So, gentlemen, let's just quick kick this around real quick. Is this anything that you're interested in? We've talked about Bape a little bit. <laughs> okay, chill, no, no chill. fucking way. I mean, it's, it doesn't look bad, it but get the fuck basic. out of here. Well, no, that's that's part of the appeal for me personally. I like that gray hoodie with just the white text. It's kind of nice, yeah. but give me it 90% off and it seems like a reasonable price. I mean, like a hoodie in the 30 to $80 range. Okay, 300, fuck out of here. Is the word underwhelming coming to the forefront yeah, at all? but it's not like I need you to fucking throw like paint on it to make it more exciting in order to be worth $300. I just think that's an insane price point for a hoodie in general. And since I'm not familiar with this particular collaboration, it doesn't. it's not hitting me across the eyes um no 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 fucking way i mean I, i'm struggled to think of any collaboration that would make me say oh i gotta fucking damn the price 300 bucks sure that basically doesn't make sense to me for a hoodie but i don't know cj is that no i like i said underwhelming was the first thing that came to my mind it's cool looking i mean a, a fucking t-shirt here or there sure i'm fine i don't like the babes does again they have the same build as fucking air force ones and it's just not oh, yeah. my cup of tea it's i mean it's rip off yeah straight the fuck up but i don't know man like i said underwhelming who cares i like the play on it with the jound collab a tasteful ape that's yes. fun but uh, white tee gray sweater and some gray and white sneakers snooze man no yeah tanks. no for sure underwhelming is a way to look at it. another way is simplistic minimalistic i mean that's how a lot of jound sure. stuff is to you know pretty much i mean they're tasteful. very minimalist yes for sure. And uh, and again, I don't know if this is going to be a $300 hoodie. I'm just throwing it out there. If I had to guess, I would say the 150 to 300 in that range. I mean, Bape mm -hmm. isn't cheap. Bape is yeah. right up there with Supreme and some of those other high-end streetwear brands. And again, less is more. I mean, in this case, they're not making a lot. So that's why they're asking for such a high price. But I'm certainly not defending it, Chili. I'm right there with you. Yeah, even at 150 that would be a bit much. Although I could see if the quality is up there, then... You can justify. It. I mean, there's plenty of hoodies that are definitely built with a lot better qualities, better construction, and you can justify that price point, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know. I guess I am confused and indifferent, and I don't fucking know, man. Whatever. 
Those are good takes, man. I appreciate your input. I know our listeners do as well. And again, that's dropping this Saturday, February 5th at 12 p.m. Eastern time at both giown.com and bape.com. Again, no price point at this time, but we'll certainly keep you updated. So make sure to check our Instagram, the Discord, or go ahead and just uh, DM us and we'll let you know if we hear anything as well. If this is something that uh, you are keen on, that's fashion news. Hell yeah, man. Good take. And I did forget to bring this up at the top of the episode, but we're all going to start adding little news bits in most of our segments. So like I'll be doing music news, Chili will be doing fucking food news or something. I don't even really know, but I'm very Farty excited news. about this. Yeah, shit news. Information. Yeah, no, that can be relevant. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. But uh, before we get into more news, it's time to jump into recommendations, boys. Let's jump in it. All right, and I'll lead us off with some recommendations. Again, this is a free-form segment. Uh, Go get a pedicure. Get a manicure. It's one of the best things you'll ever do. It feels nice. It's nice to be pampered, and it's nice to be, you know, well-manicured, bro. Like, I actually, my shit's grown out, and I look like an absolute fucking witch, like, over here with my fucking claws yeah, you have so, some thickies on there yeah, yeah i need to i need to go what get them called? well they're these are acrylic overlays but like uh-huh. if you can hear that yeah i had one of the girls at school do these and obviously she's practicing and uh yay, they are thick daddies but yeah, yeah go get a manicure go get a pedicure that's kind of my uh my, my big take my toenails go slow so i could do that like once a year dude just go in there some little vietnamese lady will fucking get you looking real nice oh, dude. Like a massage combo uh, well yeah, you, yeah. Nope, that's a whole different place, no, my friend. Not that. I need to get on that. As I told you guys back in December when I was visiting, mm-hmm. I'm a virgin, man. Never had one. Never had my hands oh, or ne- my feet done. Well, Joey, we worked right next to uh, a spa. At, I know. At, at, we at worked replay. at Replay? Yeah, yeah, we worked at a record store. I'm surprised you never popped in there. I was in the, I, I did once. I never did. Well, I've been in there a few times, but I never <clears> actually <throat> went to have my uh, hands or feet in. Real quick, Chili, do you remember the name of the owner? I was going to ask you, Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I kid you not. Get out of here. The owner's yeah. name was Bruce, Bruce Lee? Lee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. It was, it was like some weird mangled fucking name, too. It was like Lee, but it was like Lee AZ Nails, Lazy Nails. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, it was it was, a, it was a tortured name. It didn't really work. I feel like the more you guys tell this story, the more it sounds fake. But wow, that is no, fucking it, amazing. It was really, really, and, and dude, I can killer. picture that guy because he was out there every minute <laughs> smoking. smoking. Yes. <laughs> yeah, always burning one. Just right like on. Well, hey, lit before he got out the door. That's my recommendation. Get a Manny, get a Petty. And Joey, if I can just recommend, go out with the wife, man, baby mama. Go out, get a pedicure before you guys go have some brunch or lunch or whatever the case may be. It's a good time. I would think lunch, pedicure, Sunday nap, because I would feel like that would be like a relaxing combo. (laughs) Whatever you want, dude, on a day off, the world is your oyster. Having (laughs) no experience or at least no pedicure experience in the last 20 plus years, I would just feel like it'd be like, okay, yeah, I get a little wash your feet, carve you up, foot rub, whatever. I feel like I'm ready for a nap. Sure. I mean, it's like 30, 40 minutes. There's no harm in that for sure. I say go for it. Chili, I want to recommendations. It's on my bucket list. We've talked about it. Hopefully, uh, maybe in the coming weeks for sure. I definitely got to go. What I've gone 39 years and haven't gotten one. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. Make it happen. Chili recommends sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
Oh, um, I recommend getting haircuts on a regular basis. Not like this asshole right here. I was just noticing I was getting the side view on the camera. I know it was a little free plug for, for CJ. I mean, I'm going to have him come carve me up here in a day or two or whatever, whenever I can get in there. But yeah, I got this, uh, you know, this, this little funky stuff going on. I'm just looking in the camera. You free in the morning? Come in. Seeing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Done deal. Um, I didn't really have a recommendation, but that's just what came to mind. Cause I was looking at the camera and I was seeing my neck. I was like, God damn, I'm, I'm looking fuzzy. Scruffy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right good call and seriously if you're free tomorrow morning pop on in i'm clear do it uh, i don't see why not okay yeah. perfect and uh mr joey days what do you have to recommend for our beautiful fucking listeners that's right well yeah i referenced it earlier in drip fit with uh seth, seth rogan pam and tommy the hulu miniseries it actually just uh debuted well if you're oh. listening to this on thursday debuted yesterday on wednesday when we're recording february 2nd but yeah it's on hulu they drop the first three episodes and then the rest will drop weekly. Lily James is pa- playing Pamela Anderson and Sebastian Stan is playing Tommy Lee. This is our generation. We grew up with Motley Crue and Pamela Anderson. So it's showcasing their uh, their marriage and obviously the crazy sex video that I know mm-hmm. I've watched. I know Chili's watched. Have you checked it out? Uh, oh, yeah. I've seen okay. that fucking baby's arm attached to that dude's hips. Holy fuck. Yeah, that, yeah, that was like the talk the of the that town. Was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was a big deal back in the day when it first came big out. Big deal. Yeah, yeah well yeah, said. It was, well, it was late. It wasn't say it wasn't necessarily before the internet, but it, but it was like you know, it's not the birth of the you internet. Had like the you know yeah. dial-up modems and shit. So it's mm-hmm. like you were going down in the video store and going past a little like fucking beaded curtain area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dial-up loading yeah, yeah. a picture of Tommy Lee's hog, and your parents come home. Oh fuck thing is yeah, so, all I'm going to say is I, I hope that they uh, they accurately depict. Tommy uh, steering the boat with that big ass hog. <laughs> if you've seen the porno, you know it. They better fucking show that. And uh, I'm sure they're using a stunt cock in that show too. I don't know. Maybe Sebastian Stan is hung. Oh, uh, we'll have to. Uh, that's a great reference. Stunt, stunt cock. Yeah. I mean, very few are fucking hanging that. I mean, that's like uh, Rick Diggler. Yeah, you know what? I've, yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard it's, it, I know it's NC 17. I'm pretty sure the show is going to be like fucking half porno. Mm. So yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I guess I haven't yeah, seen it yet. We'll definitely we'll follow up with it. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Awesome, dudes. Great recommendations all around. Get your toes dig, get your hands dig, get a fucking haircut and watch some fucking new shows about Tommy Lee's penis and Pamela Anderson's <laughs> fake titties. Let's do this, boys. Great fucking recommendations. And, uh, you know, if you're feeling malnourished, it's time for Foodie Boys, Chili. Let's go. Wow. Um, okay, now my actual recommendation that I held for Foodie Boys is Beef Stroganoff. I actually had a recommendation, but it's relevant to Foodie Boys. And I was shitting on it last week because my exposure to Beef Stroganoff has been when I was camping. I just had it when I was camping and everything else was sold out. So I basically had Denver omelets beef stroganoff and a few other things and it was like a week worth of that shit and it was fucking terrible you know noodles would be like crunchy because they'd be like uncooked no. you get a little uh powder in there and shit Ooh. anyway so i got the invite i got i got called up uh mid last week and trains like hey man we're doing stroganoff come on over i was like all right i went over there Killed. and if you know if he had his wife is a fucking monster in the kitchen she can cook her ass off so i got i got Treated real well. It was a very good meal. I'm fully beef stroganoff rehabbed. And wow. I will probably be going to Grand Canyon later this year or next year. No stroganoff this time. I can't taint the memory of real stroganoff now. Yeah, absolutely. You definitely don't want to taint the real deal. But yeah. like, is that what's making you shit so hard? 
No. Okay. No, that's just that's just noodles. Honest beef, question. Man. No, no, no. I mean, that, no, that, You're was, that, was, that was days beef. earlier. Okay. So, oh, no. no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I that think was I very just... thoughtful of Train just last week Absolutely. when he was talking about it. He said he would never fucking share it with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did get a pretty medium portion, if I'm honest. <laughs> he got the leftovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, the first thing he said when he sat down, he said, we got some leftovers, right? Yeah, so I mean, so Tori made sure to like scoop a lot, you know, ferment for later for leftovers. So I'm gonna <laughs> fucking pig on at night. No, that's I'm just fucking roasting him for fun. But no, it got, I got the invite. It was very, very thoughtful. I'm sure maybe I don't know if Stroganoff was legitimately on the fucking in the playbook for mm. that week. So I think maybe they just cooked it up special. So I appreciate Aww. it. And it's super legit. I'm a Stroganoff fan now. Well, fanboy. Hey, maybe it was an early birthday present. You never know. Someone's birthday's coming around. No, mm. no, I'll take it. That was good. All right. And I've, you know, it's too bad. We'll get trains thoughts after the fact. Um, but I just had a food question because I was talking to our, our buddy, Steve, and the discussion got borderline academic. We were talking about like the late night fast food champ. What's your, you know, if you're drunk, stoned, whatever, hang over the next day, what's your go-to uh, restaurant slash meal. And I have strong opinions. And in my opinion, like the final word, the correct answer, so I'll just like let you two jump in there first in terms of uh, if you've got strong opinions or thoughts about the late night fast food top top. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just start us off here, but I like it's so dependent on my mood and what I want. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes a Big Mac hits you like a truck and you're like, man, that sounds fucking good. But if I was going to boil it down hungover, Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah. What's your, what's your instinct exactly? Drunk Those are or stoned. Taco yeah. Bell, couple chicken chalupas, crunch wrap supreme, something along those lines. Love it. Taco Bell's always been one of my favorite places to get diarrhea. You're dangerously just, really close to being disqualified. <laughs> you are throwing out way too many options. What's your number one? Number one? <laughs> number number one? <sighs> Man, we'd have to go back Taco to the Bell. old top three. I think it might be Jack in the Crack because you can get anything and everything. That's true. And there's rumors that their menu caters strictly to stoners. So <laughs> I believe it. Uh, they have a munchie meal. That's right so. there on the branding. All right. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't really hear too strong of an answer, but just Jack and I'd say Jack, Jack in general. Yeah. All right. I got you, Joey. Jack in the box tacos are great, man. I can have those drunk as fuck, high as hell or sober, man. It doesn't matter. I've always uh, liked those. My dad introduced me the, to those at a young age. Um, but to reference back to our fast food picks, uh, I think it was Rowdy commented and said, yeah, Joey's a burger boy. And that's true. I am a burger boy. in and outs my favorite. That's not always um, really accessible and their lines are long. I don't think they stay open that late. So I'm not going to count them. So the next option will probably be Wendy's. I just think they're great. I can get a burger or I, sometimes I like their chicken sandwich. So I get a spicy chicken sandwich and then hit up the dollar menu back when they had it. I don't even think it, co- it exists anymore where you get like a the value menu. Now. So it's like one to four dollars. It's pretty. Yeah. Black. So, yeah. yeah, I'd get like a number six, which used to be the spicy chicken sandwich with the fries. And then I get like maybe some chicken nuggets and a junior bacon cheeseburger, man. And if I'm feeling really fucking good, I'll get a frosty on the side. Woo. Oh, there we go, yeah. baby. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a fucking animal. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Fries and the frosty. That, I've heard it's amazing. I've I've done it. I don't do it. Now you're lucky. Train's not on right now because God damn it, bury you straight up right now. But uh, when does he not have a strong opinion about something? Yeah. So you know whatever. But now, did you guys ever hear about the guy that worked at the Wendy's and he was shitting in the chili? 
My God, no. God damn it. That's they a real story. I'll have chili. They do have good chili, but I don't think yeah. I'll ever have it now because no. your fucking story just ruined <laughs> yep. it. I know, right? Yeah. Well, dude, imagine just eating delicious chili and it's like something's weird. Turd nugget. Oh my God. Unfucking you know believe every person in that building would be dead. You oh. drive right to Learner and Row. Oh, yeah. You, you just that's the way to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. You are fucking, that's, that is a sweet little lawsuit and you can retire. So it might be a good thing. Okay. Hey, if, uh, interesting you brought up Learner and Row. Their phone number is not the same as it is here in the Midwest. It's 222 2222. Well, I was they, in they the Indiana. Fucking A, right? Yeah. Smart. So, anyways. But yeah, don't trust oh, the chili. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, well, I'll go with with my answer. And that, well, you know what? As long as we're talking about disgusting food shit, one of our buddies this is absolutely a true story. I won't throw in the name. One of our buddies used to work for KFC, and he was skateboarding sometime before this. Whacked his hand super hard on our. Excuse me, goddamn fucking beers. Silver bullet. sign. Dude, exactly. Yes, on yeah. a sign on a handicapped parking spot. I know who this hand, is. Massive scab. Yep. And while he was mixing up the coleslaw, and he took off his food handling gloves, the scab fell off into the coleslaw, and the manager said, "Don't throw that out." So that batch of coleslaw went into circulation, and somebody got a scab on their fucking coleslaw. I don't know what Ooh. I'd be more pissed about—a scab in my coleslaw or shit in my chili. Um, or know. or referencing back to last week, come in your shoes. <laughs> so, come in my shoes by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> come in the shoes for sure. That is like the least. I'm not ingesting that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So by the way, the correct answer, answer. for the late uh, the late night champ shit is Jack in the Box Munchy Meal. Thank you. You get okay. two two tacos, a fucking bomb ass burger of your choice, okay. and half sea fries, half regular, half curly. All right. And Looks like Train disagrees. He says Filiberto's the end. All right. Well, then I guess he won because he said the end. Is yeah, Filiberto's right. open 24 hours? or Some of them night? are. Okay. Um, given the pandemic situation, a lot of them started closing at like 10 or 11. But gotcha. there are a couple of like OGs that stay up all night. But I think they're few and far between. Jack in the Box pretty late too, like 2 a.m. Yeah, they're yeah. like 2 a.m. You could actually leave, you know, one of those regular bars that stays open till 2 a.m. and still hit up a Jack yeah, in the Box. In time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go out a little early, be responsible, get some yeah. back. Yeah. 1.30, got to get out of here. Jack's closing. All right. Are, uh, so we, don't, we have no train. Are we uh, skipping the, the No, we're three? not skipping the top three. He's got his answers in here. Um, All right. I I can. Yeah, get yeah let me just, let's go in. Train's top three. Fuck that dude. Let's go. All right. For Train's top three, we're going to start with his answers because he always goes last. Like he's some kind of fucking hot shit wheeling dealing fucking rick flair-esque motherfucker which he's not yeah sometimes he is but we'll start with his answers and then we'll go around the horn uh number three for trains top three trains answer eat the frog chili i for real think about this daily with my life do what you don't want to do first and get it done God damn. Well, that is, a, that is a deep pull. No shit. What a fucking reference. That's like 10-year-old reference or something. Good shit. Yeah, that's a Brian Tracy book. Oh, okay. Oh, getting right. deep there. Wow. Nice. Wow, good fucking pull, man. God damn. All right. All right. All right. And then uh, I will guess I'll just jump into my number three here. Um, this was something that I heard. Uh, some dude, I don't even fucking know this guy's name, but he said this and it stuck with me forever. He said, it's nice to be important but it's more important to be nice. And I've just stuck 
like glue to that fucking phrase. And it kind of keeps you humble. Make sure that you're not being a total fucking asshole. Cause think if you were on the other side, again, it's kind of like put yourself in someone else's shoes. You know what I mean? So definitely that's my number three, Joey days. I'm going to jump over to you. What is your number three for trains? Top three. Yeah. Just to piggyback what uh, you were just saying, be humble. Just simple as that, man. That's been said a lot of times and I've received that and I take it to heart. Be humble, man. Be blessed. There's nothing, uh, just simple as that. All right. Bless up. Mm-mm. All right. And last <laughs> but not least, Mr. Chili, what do you got? Number three. All right. Well, I didn't grow up on a sitcom, so I don't recall getting a ton of like advice air quotes, <laughs> um, but it's more like things that I've learned or I kind of remember. So there is an exception though. I, um, when I was young, I remember there was the, the dare program. Don't do drugs, you know? drug abuse resistance education we got full propaganda once a week mm-hmm. when i was like fourth or fifth grade or something like that and i'm yeah, actually i'm kind of grateful for that you know i keep mm. i think there is some of the best things on earth for psychological development and mental health treatment and all that can be psychedelics ketamine mushrooms all that stuff but in terms of like the hard stuff oh yeah i'm very grateful that i got a fir- like a thick dose of fear and propaganda when i was at a young age so I okay. forget the I, God damn, I forget the guy's name. I think it was like Cato Kalen, but I know that's gotta be an OJ thing. Like mm. officer. That's what I instantly mm-hmm. think of. Yeah, yeah. So I can't be right. But anyway, <laughs> officer, whoever with the gray hair. Yeah, I guess that's me now. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It worked. I didn't end up doing drugs. All right. Great threes, dudes. Let's jump into number twos. No, trains number two is the only time success comes before work is in the dictionary. He said he got that from Strawn's dad. Oh, our boy Mike Strawn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a framed poster that I've seen in his uh, studio. Yes, he does have that framed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, man, train getting real deep with his advice picks. Um, I'm not so much. Uh, number two for me was just be honest. <laughs> it's been super helpful it's a for shooter, me, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, like being honest, speaking your mind has done me an incredible, like, just wealth of like happiness because I don't have any extra like excess baggage on my mind or like, Oh, I got to keep this fucking lie going or fucking this lie going. And I will say this, if you guys have ever caught me in a lie, it's so fucking obvious. I am like the worst liar on the planet. <laughs> it's all right here, dude. So, you know, I think I honest, ever, yeah. you, I, you, I you clearly sleep fine at night. You don't have your oh, confidence yeah. weighing over you and nah. I like to be as open as possible and honest. I mean, what you see is what you get. If you met me on the street, it wouldn't be any different than this is right here and now. So I pride nice. myself no, on no, that. That's a good one. I mean, a little simplistic, but it's uh, right on the money. I mean, I feel like I probably tell the average and appropriate amount of white lies, you know, just to be kind of polite and get around day to day. But yeah, don't lie or excuse me, always tell the truth or at least like don't be fucking deceitful or dishonest. Sure, yeah, sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's it's one thing if you're in Walmart and you're like, hey, man, like nice jacket jacket looks great man yeah and it's shitty (laughs) yeah right hate ties or if you farted and someone asked if you farted not me man but i would be like ear to ear smiling so they'd be like yes you did give it away yeah yeah again terrible liar especially if it was something funny like if i shit myself in walmart they'd be like it was him (laughs) (laughs) take us away joey days what's your number two in trains top three advice All right. Number two for me is work like servants, party like kings. I can't remember where I actually heard it. I heard it around when I was like in college, but I just loved it. Just again, like, you know, be humble. Just continue the grind. Make sure to put in all the effort. Do your work first. 
then party afterwards. That's the way I feel. And I've established that approach. So I get all my responsibilities done first. Then I do the leisure stuff afterwards. 100% man. Great fucking number two. I like it a lot and definitely try to live that way as well. Obviously grinding through school. It's a little bit tough. Um, but yeah, man, that is the truth. Work hard, play hard, right? At the end of Absolutely, the day. Absolutely. Yeah. Just a sexier way of saying it. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I feel the same way. And it's like, it's not like I'm fucking raging out and like partying hard, so to speak. But if I, yes. if I always, if I get my shit done early in the day, says the I, guy who had an airplane bottle fireball and is sipping a silver bullet. Yeah. This is pretty unusual for me, though. So I don't really think about it. But, but, but fair enough. Um, no, but I, I tip, if I if I can like get a good amount of work done during the day, then I can actually legitimately like relax and enjoy like not doing stuff at the second half of the day, you know, yeah. in the evening. Otherwise, I'll just feel fucking stressed and worthless if I don't fucking do whatever I need to do early on. So well said, Absolutely. Good shit, Joey. All right. All right. Number number two, number two for me is uh, food related. It's abstain, don't moderate. And it's, I know some people are different. Some people can just have those handful of chips and put the bag right away. Not me, you know, as a, as an ex, uh, an, an ex fat boy, like an XL person, I have a, you know, a relationship with food where it's like, I need to just not buy shit and I have it in the house mm-hmm. and that's the bottom line. So that was kind of like a light bulb that went off for me. I read an article 10, 15 years ago. It was like abstainers and moderators, like which kind of person are you? And it's just like, Oh dude. Yep. That's me, man. I can, it's very easy. I can just not have stuff, but if I have it around, then it's a constant fucking battle. Yeah. I got to, I got to look at the shit that I don't want to eat a hundred times. And eventually I will. It's an interesting take. Abstain. Yeah. Super true. Yeah. Abstain. Yeah. Don't moderate. Yeah. I mean, the same could be said. Like you said, it could be said about, you know, alcoholism and stuff like that. Like true. I did a full year sober from, oh. you know, smoking weed and drinking when I, like after I got my DUI and okay. totally got my mind in check. And that's where Definitely. I've kind of been. Like I'm still, obviously we're constantly learning how to be human still, but like, that's really what got me pulled back on the reins in my addiction. Like for real. Well, it's good so, to flex your willpower and get good at that, but it's absolutely. also for, for certain things. If it's out of control, if you have unhealthy relationship, okay, just put it down, cut it off. Zero is fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. Great fucking pick so far, man. And uh, trains number one for trains, top three best advice you've ever received. Be yourself and not some idiot from his dad. So, a good pick. I love yeah. that. Be genuine. I love it. I mean, honestly, you mash these up and you've got the perfect person. <laughs> I feel like this there has been a go. pretty good top three so far. This is like book worthy almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're going to start, wanna, you know, write it down. Two horns, but, you know. Hong Kong, motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, I guess just to jump in, uh, I feel like this is almost the same thing I've already said, but it was the golden rule. I was always raised on the golden rule. Treat others like you want to be treated. Um you know, it doesn't really get much simpler than that. I mean, if you're treating someone like a dick, stop and think, I wouldn't want to be yelled at like that or talk to that way. Like, it's nice to set back, think about things, think before you speak, I guess, is a kind of similar Absolutely. way to, to put that. Ethical reciprocity. So, I agree, man. Whoa. Breaking out the $10 terms. I agree. <laughs> $10 terms for sure. That was great, Joey. Good fucking work. All right. Make me sound like a fucking dum-dum. I'll get my oh, on phonics stop. out and start learning to read again. <laughs> All right, my friend, it's your turn. Number one, what do you got, Joey Days? Number one for me, I have heard several times and I continue to hear it throughout my life, much like all of these, but this one uh, definitely resonates and it's pretty simple too. Happy wife, happy life. Ooh, 
very nice. <laughs> Most definitely. All right. I mean, it uh, speaks for the fucking yeah, self. Exactly. <laughs> if she's no happy, further comment. Yep. Absolutely. Got to make sure the queen is happy. That is right. Kings, take care of your queens. I can't yes. believe I said that out loud. Uh, go <laughs> ahead, Chili. What's your fucking number one? Number one for me already. All right. Uh, go on a fucking, just go on a news fast. Uh, this wreaks havoc on your mental state for most people, um, certainly me included. And you can do with a lot less of it in your life. The world's not going to fall apart if you're not glued to the TV, constantly obsessing about work or uh, news rather. And I remember hearing that some time ago where it was just like, hey, just challenge yourself to go on a fast for a week and i did and stress levels way lower so now i, I consume probably 10 percent of what i used to mm-hmm. you know the important shit you're going to hear about yeah of yeah. course and the same could be said about social media too just yes. turn the apps off absolutely yeah. yeah 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 exactly yeah if you can do a couple day fast on that one too be shocked just how much you might feel stressed out because you're not interacting mm-hmm. but in the long run, you're going to be much heavier. Or much, oh, much yeah. The comparison yeah. between the two stresses was like mind boggling. Yeah, Dude. it's off the chains. It's refreshing to take a break every once in a while, not just from social media, but for some stuff like that. If you feel anxiety for something, yeah, pump the brakes. Yeah, take medically a step necessary, back. potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unhealthy. Absolutely. Well, fuck, man. I feel like we really got deep into this yeah, top three and I'm wholesome there for a just while. So stoked that we don't have train here to fuck it all up. And so that's trains top three boys On to the next segment. Joey days, my friend, it is your turn again. It is time for the rumor mill. All righty. Welcome back to the rumor mill. And today we are chopping it up on NAR hunters, Nike SB dunk low, Alyssa steamer and NAR hunters skate and surf brand will be teaming up once again with Nike SB for its second collaboration. This is rumored to release in the coming months at select skate shops, narhunters.com and Nike.com. Hopefully we get a sneakers release just so we get more broader re- uh, uh, avenues to go after. What do you got? I haven't heard the name Alyssa Steamer since Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Yeah, last uh, not only that, but the other time that uh, she got a lot of news was last year during the um, the Grateful Dead Bears drop. I remember yes. she was rocking the orange pair and stuff for sure. But yeah, I remember the, uh, the Blazer Mid, the first mm-hmm. collaboration they did a couple of years back. And yeah, man, her and her team are back at it. And uh, big Love ups it. to her, man. She's awesome. For sure. Um, as I mentioned, this is scheduled to release in the coming months. We'll certainly keep you uh, up to date on the vendors. At this time, there's no official retail price, but if I had to guess, it would probably be in the 100 to 110 range. This SB Dunk Low sports an all black, triple black color blocking paired with white detailing on the co-branded tongues, which say NAR branded heels and a white rubber outsole. Additionally, it comes constructed in a mix of terry cloth, padded nylon and carpet like materials. And then lastly, other details include a bungee style lace system, removable charcoal hued lateral swooshes and insoles featuring NAR Hunter's fun screen and snorkel graphics. So these popped up on people's radar a couple of weeks ago, and a lot of people have been talking about them. CJ, you mentioned Alyssa Steamer. We were briefly just talking about their first collab that SB uh, Blazer made. What do you think of their iteration here of this SB Dunk Low? Are you feeling it? 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, materials aside, just Narnar on the heels is fucking yes. sick, dude. I love I love old school surfer terms like gnarly and tubular yeah, and shit definitely. like that. Yep. So yeah, Nar Hunters is a sick fucking name. Narnar on the heel is like fucking money. And I was zooming in on these pictures earlier, bro. Those fucking terry cloth panels, I'm all in. I think they're fucking rad, dude. Eight and a half, but I'll pass. Okay. What just I'm just Here fucking with you guys. That was a callback. <laughs> no, for sure. I got you, Mr. Eight. I and think a half. they're clean. I hear you. I think they're clean though. <laughs> they're fucking tight. And honestly, the white outsole makes all that black up top just pop. For sure. I agree. That is a nice touch, most definitely. I could do with a gum outsole if they went that way too. But mm. I think the white, I think the white definitely ties it all together. I love the materials too. That terry cloth is awesome. This is one of these shoes, though, I'm on the fence with. I think there's more positives that outweigh the negatives, but there are a few negatives on here for me. Like, I just don't know if I can get down with that jumpy, uh, that cord lace system. I just have never yeah. been a fan of that. We saw it on the new 350 V2s, how they've been implementing kind of like that bungee cord lace system. I just don't really care for it. The uh, excuse me, the tongue branding. I really don't care for the way that it says Nar Hunters like that. It almost looks like just some tape that's thrown off yeah. that. It just to me that doesn't really work. Now I think the heel branding that says Nar is awesome, but I'm nitpicking here when I say this. Definitely the positives outweigh the negatives. Like, dude, the materials are awesome. That terry cloth looks so great. I love the simplicity in it. I'm not so big on the removable swooshes. I know you had that with the Gundam Dunks. Do you think that's cool or do you think that's really needed here? I don't think they need that here with this dunk. I think it's a cool idea if you can change them out for different colors, different okay, styles, yeah. different Good pictures, point. something like that. Um, I mean, uh, other than that, there's really no point to it. Like with the Gundam dunks even, I'm leaving those yellow ones on because the other side's fucking yellow. I'm not putting the gold on it because it doesn't match shit. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I could give or take the fucking Velcro swoosh. Like if you really made it worth my time and every swoosh was different or something, I get it. But yeah, ultimately it's unnecessary. I think these are pretty goddamn boring if I'm honest. I don't really know what the fuck. <laughs> I, I, I knew this. All right. With a rope, would you rather have these or the Jown Babestas? Oh, Jesus. Uh, these, these okay. barely by a fucking inch. I don't really okay. want either of them. <laughs> Uh, these, uh, the materials are pretty tight. That's where it ends though. And I, I think the gum sole that, as you mentioned, would be an improvement, but it's, I mean, still like, these are just like a boring ass black pair of shoes. I don't give a shit about them. Not even, I would not even be tempted at retail. Wow. Pass. pass. Dang. Um, all right. And not quite, uh, an up the middle. I'd say like a four. All right. All that, right. That, that's interesting. I mean, I, I, I understand the simplicity. I'm not denying that for sure. Mm -hmm. But again, I just, I think there's enough positive, cool things. I think just the, the materials really work. Yeah. And I, I wonder too, how that transitions into a skate shoe. Like, is it I durable the, enough? It's going to tear, but is it durable enough for a skater? The tongue branding and the lacing is what fucks it for me. Easy like, lace I, swap. I just think from above, I think they look like shit. Yeah, easy yeah. lace swap. Throw some oval SB laces in there, white ones. I think you're fucking money. Yeah. Yep. Uh, trains take on these. A must. The carpet material, the NAR, fucking awesome. Nine out of 10. Damn. Okay, yeah. that's a bit surprising. I did not yeah. see that coming from. I thought he might have had issues with that uh, bungee <clears throat> lace system, uh, but he seems to be down with it. That's cool. Shocker. 
Yeah. I will certainly chase this. I mean, just because Nike SBs are highly coveted, you can't get them all the time. And we also talk about this too. We're definitely going to see Backdoor City. That's why I was hoping that at least it becomes accessible on uh, sneakers so we can at least get another shot. There's no guarantees, but uh, certainly start checking in with your local skate shop, see if they get it. And we will definitely keep you guys updated because this is a hot shoe that's set to drop here in the coming months. Right on, right on. And speaking of hot shoes, it's time for our featured sneaker. Let's jump in, boys. All right, guys, this week's featured sneaker. (laughs) It was just a segue. Okay, Chili. My bad. Goddamn. (laughs) Uh, That's right. We're talking about the Nike Air Hirachi Purple Punch dropping for 120 bucks on February 9th. Uh, Looks like it's going to be dropping in the U.S. on the sneakers app. Uh, originally released in 1991, the last seen in 2018, the Nike Air Hirachi OG Purple Punch will be making a return in honor of the model's 30th anniversary. Dressed in a white, black, and purple punch color scheme, this Nike Air Hirachi sports mainly white upper with black and purple accents. It comes constructed in leather and neoprene with a black and purple rubber heel cage atop a white midsole and black rubber outsole. Unlike the OG pair, this release features the traditional Hirachi tongue logo instead of the classic Nike Air label. Um, you know, when Chili made his snide comment about hot sneaker, you're fucking right, because this is not the hot sneaker. Uh, if you want oh, good. an OG Hirachi, you I get know. that green and blue pair like Jerry Seinfeld rocked. Them shits are fucking dope. Oh, hey, but- Jerry Seinfeld rocked these too. He definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> but the green and blue... Way yeah. better than these, and even that's a stretch because I don't really like white Hirachis. Um, that what was the br- the brown ore that was it a Stussy collab? Yeah, they had yeah, a few those were pretty those cool. Were hot. I like um, both colorways. One thing about Hirachis, uh, apparently they're like super comfortable. They I've are. never really rocked Hirachis. Um, this all in all is kind of just something I pulled out because it's dropping a little bit after the episode. So it wasn't something that like really caught my eye. I kind of settled here. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. So yeah, uh, three. Joey, I'm just going to jump up to you. You you seem to know your Hirachi history. Uh, how do you feel about this Purple Punch re-release? I like it. I like the Hirachi silhouette and shoe. This colorway isn't my favorite, though, even though it was an OG and we referenced Seinfeld wearing it, which I think is awesome. Um, I just am not big on this colorway. I think they have better colorways, but I love the shoe. It's super comfortable. It's super light. I'll go six and a half just because I don't care for the colorway. But uh, I think it was last month or maybe the end of December, they dropped that uh, noir, that off noir colorway that mm-hmm. was just black. And oh, I regret not picking that up. And that it didn't sell out right away. Like it sat yeah. for a bit, but it's just one of those shoes that I didn't need. It's not a mandatory comp, yeah. but uh, I certainly still like the Hirachi and I definitely um, am a supporter of it. And if you guys are looking for a Hirachi, I would definitely recommend uh, getting it again. It's a super light, comfortable shoe. Now, chilly here. <laughs> Get ready, man, because I, I, yeah, he's already <laughs> rolling his eyes. I don't even know if anyone can save a Hirachi. We'll have to wait and see if some uh, high-end luxury uh, boutique or someone comes along and makes a Hirachi that Chili likes, but I don't think so. I'll keep an open mind, man. If I see one that's good, I'm not just going to fucking hate on it because I hate on all the other shit. I'll, I'll be fucking honest. And you know, honestly, I had to like Google it up this week. I was like, what's the fucking appeal? It, clearly, it looks like dog shit, so why does anybody like it? <sighs> And that was like the consensus is that 
Oh, it's comfy. Like it's a comfortable shoe. So like, great right. daily drivers. Fine. Yeah. I guess, you know, to be absolutely completely fair when I was in uh, the long John's Taco Bell, whatever combo place, I remember seeing some lady wearing a peach pair, like it's just a straight up like monochrome, just peach pair of hirachis. Like, oh, this looks pretty good actually. Hmm. So on foot in person, I saw one exception, but I think these look fucking terrible and not much more to say about it. I mean, one point for being comfortable. Allegedly. I've never tried them on. Wow. Okay. Is fast. that your vote? Absolutely. A one. one? Yeah. All right. Well, just to piggyback on yours, train said one out of 10 pathetic color blocking, boring shoe. No. Yeah. It's got nine. I imagine that from him. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's not a Hirachi baby, but that's, I okay. think also, I think also one of the reasons I love it too, is similar to the air Jordan too, is just how minimal it is. You know, there's no swoosh on it. There's no real branding. And like the air Jordan too, it's one of those shoes that, it stands out. It speaks for itself. Like you might, I, I know a Hirachi when I see it, even, I mean, obviously I'm a sneakerhead, but I know a lot of people too. They look at that and they recognize that shoe. It's that it's a Nike shoe, even though it doesn't have the swoosh. And I just think mm -hmm. that speaks volumes too for it. Absolutely. I think that's just in its, uh, in its staying power, you yeah. know, ever since it's appeal in the what late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, and, that's a, and this is uh this is a Tinker Hatfield design too. So is it really? Guy, yeah, the guy. Well, there's a little. In my opinion, info. Harley misses. So fair. To be fair, that is fair. All right, uh, I got to try a pair on at some point. Maybe that'll shut me up. You know, I, and that's kind of one thing that changes me too, because like I was never a fan of Ultra Boost either. Bought my first pair and was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! These are comfortable. They make me want to bounce and jump around." Like <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Are the Club 85s? Like yeah. I, I could not have been yeah. less interested. And then I popped a pair on. It's like, oh, I'm actually pure look, comfort. Yeah, comfortable, kind of look good. Yeah, and they goes, look great. And that, and that could be said with a handful of the new balance silhouettes, man. Mm -hmm. You sure. might be on the fence with them, but the second that you put them on and you walk around, you're walking on clouds. Change that tune. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Well, uh, a tune we don't want to change. A quick word from our sponsors. That's right. Trash Talk Boys again, here to talk to you about the Sneaker Glove. If you go right now to thesneakerglove.com, you can save 10% on your order with our new promo code. Thanks to Anthony, we do have an updated promo code. And again, that is thesneakerglove.com. So T-H-E-S-N-K-R-G-L-O-V-E.com. And the promo code is going to be TTB10. That's TTB10 for 10% off of your order. Shout out, Anthony. Again, doing huge things. We appreciate you, dog. And now... It's time for Train Complains. All right. For Train Complains, uh, I guess I'm just going to complain for him. Uh, who the fuck lets a headache get them out of doing a podcast? Well done. What the fuck? Who really? Oh, I have a headache. I'm not doing the show. I'm well, apparently it was a migraine. Show. Oh, a migraine, a migraine, sure. Yeah, make sure you tell him a bear ate my fucking dick off and I got stuck in a tornado. I can't do the show. It's a migraine. Get over yourself. You helped us set up. Sit down in the chair and do the goddamn show. I know you're watching this now and you're probably listening and you're pissed. Fuck you, pussy. How? We're not live. <laughs> you could have a glass on the door. Uh, I'm talking about him editing. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm talking to him tomorrow. Future train. Future yeah, train. Future train. Kiss me. All right, pal. Yeah. all right well there's your episode worth of uh train complaints had to call the motherfucker out love you though and uh you know don't don't come out here and rip some ass please uh chili it's your turn my friend let's jump into the movie club Ooh, all right all right i'm ready 
All right, movie club this week. I think we're starting off with celebrity net worth again. And I'm going to try it the same way last time. I'm going to give you the, a little some context clues. And if you know the fucking name, just fucking jump in there and let me know what's up. All right. First one up is he's an actor that appeared in the 1999 Megadeth music video, Crush Him. Did an episode of Robot Chicken uh, voicing Dracula. Cameoed on Friends. Has a kickboxing record of 18 and 1. And lastly, won a Razzie in 1998 for a worst on-screen couple opposite Dennis Rodman. <laughs> That seems pretty goddamn obvious to me. I, I'm still one. caught up on the Megadeth video. I know, right? That was meant to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's All right, exactly nobody's fucking jumping up and down. JCVD. No. Oh, okay. that, I, the last one totally got it, yeah. but I, didn't, I, I knew it was that, but I just didn't know he was in a Megadeth video. Oh, I know, me either, until I was yeah, on the was... wiki. Yeah, yeah, he's, oh, he's got that... some deep cuts on the wiki. Yeah, surprisingly oh, long uh, Wikipedia page on the on the on the films. Well, train's going to be all bonered up for that. I'm sure we'll throw up a clip on the Instagram, man. Holy shit, crush him, huh? All right, well, go ahead and hit me. So, uh, net worth? What are we thinking? And keep in mind that he had a massive cocaine issue in the 90s. Oh yeah, and yeah, of course, yeah. The whole the whole set of uh, Street Fighter, he was doing Blow and Bang yeah. and Kylie Minogue. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it. speaking facts. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> net worth huh man i've i feel like i've seen him do some pretty shitty commercials too um uh, awesome commercials the one where he's doing the splits on the semis yeah <laughs> all right i'll bite my tongue sorry chili didn't mean to interrupt you um he's taking too long joey I uh, this is kind of yeah he he went through a few divorces yeah. he had a really bad blow problem and his ego has gotten the best of him but yeah. he's kind of resurrected himself a few times uh, I don't think he's quite like Randy Quaid so I'm gonna go I'll go forty five mil forty five mil see I was gonna go low and say like two three mil I'll just go on the high side of that three mil three mil joey you almost fucking nailed it if you just didn't wow. finish that last little fucking whatever 40 mil not 45 damn I was yeah on the money i know Good i was guess, surprised bro. too i, I would have guessed a few million too because he just does not strike me as financially responsible but... yeah, i totally agree especially when he has a he had a huge coke problem <laughs> like what actor doesn't well, know? <laughs> well that's you know that's fair yeah that's a good he's point. Doing fine these days so good on him i don't know and he's uh you know what that jcvd uh the the uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson that was on Amazon Prime. Pretty fucking good. I've so heard good things about puzzled. it. I, what I is just, that? I missed it. It was, it was this meta show about Jean-Claude Van Damme as this, he has like this alter persona where he works for the government. And he's actually Jean-Claude Van Johnson. And then like alt, like a future version of himself who's like a, the time cop, JCVD comes back to like talk. It's it's insane. It's you so have me meta. Sold. Okay. It's so good. There's only one season somehow and it's on Amazon Prime. It's on it. Okay. I've got Amazon Prime. All right. Absolutely interesting. Are. Fuck. I'm on that it. might be a fun watch. That sounds fucking sweet. Our second celebrity net worth is over 30 TV credits, over 50 movie credits, including Coyote Ugly and Men in Black 2. Just picked up his first pair of Jordans on Complex. Uh, he also broke his pecker on a dirt biking accident. Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville yep, yes. that's, yep, that's the guy. And he had to use a catheter for three and a half years to prevent scarring. Mm-hmm. I did watch him buy his pair of Jordans. He'd been wearing that red pair of Chucks for three fucking years. The I back saw was that. Blown out. My yeah. God. Yeah, then he got some uh, Jordan 1 Chicago's. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Yeah. God damn. Good for him. Glad he finally grew up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Net worth? Shit. Right now? 100 mil. 
That that one's tough, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like he'd be the type that would just blow it, but also would be generous with it too and maybe give it to, to charity. Like only he needs a certain amount of money to live off of. Like even come- He does have that vibe. Yeah, this is this is a tough one, uh, but he's made some coin too. I just... Don't let this influence you, but for context, I Steve O's worth two point five, and Pontius is worth four. Okay, that's good. And I know Bam had a lot of money. I think Bam may have been the rich. Well, he's a whole different episode. And yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, you want to talk uh, about a dude irresponsible? He sure is. I'll go. I'll go twenty five mil. Yeah, you know what, CJ, you had the right idea. Seventy five mil. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Okay. I'll take that one. Too. damn i don't know what his fucking deal is what his secret is i feel like he's just got his hand in so many little cookie jars that we don't know about piece of jackass like of course of course he's like the og guy Mm -hmm. okay good for him man that's awesome i love looking at people like him or say like phil anselmo for example like that dude you see him that's a millionaire you know like right suspect that you know just off of Phil definitely not jesus christ he's got to have no money i just feel like money would just slip through his fingers uh, I'll p- back of the brain. Maybe I'll do him. Soon. <laughs> All right. Little bit of movie news. Uh, we have the Batman runtime revealed. It's going to coming in at uh, two hours and 55, two hours and 55 minutes. They were doing a test screening of the four hour version to help pare it down. So two hours, 55 minutes, second longest superhero movie of all time, just behind Avengers Endgame. It's going to be rated PG-13, come out March 3rd. I know, PG-13. Don't let them persuade you. I, uh, I, I don't. If Dark it's anything Knight, I've learned, some horror movies that are PG-13 are just as good. Uh, yeah, there's just going to be less blood, no kicks in the head, whatever. Right. Um, but Dark Knight was PG-13, so huh. some movies can pull it off just fine. Uh, Man, and, almost a three-hour runtime, bro. Yeah, Holy fuck! I, that, I'll be honest with you. That kind of stirred me, man. Kind of not a good way. It just, it's just too ambitious and just borderline pretentious. I mean, I come from a strong background, feeling like any sci-fi superhero movie should not be longer than two hours. I mean, just look at Star Wars: A New Hope. Like, what is that? The runtime, just a shade over two hours. Like now, yeah. it's just getting ridiculous, man. These movies now are pushing like two thirty and coming up to three hours. Another great example is the most recent Spider-Man. Like, it was good, but it was fucking long. I referenced our fr- my friend Katie mm-hmm. Reiner, who was just in town. She took her son to go see it, and he was six years old, and he was talking about it. And one of the Jesus. first things he said to his mom after he saw it was, man, that was a long movie, mom. It's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're just, that's just, that's painfully long. And come on, man, we've had so many versions of Batman now. Like, I better not fucking see an origin story in here. Like, it's just, there's no fucking reason for it to be that long. It's supposed to be a year two movie. So that we're going to, it's going to skip the origin stuff, it seems like. So I think we'll be okay on that. I kind of feel the opposite. I totally, you know, point well made. I get it. Yeah. It's like not everybody's down for a two two plus hour it can be a slog if you're not into it if you're not a super Definitely. fan or if yeah. you're young if so i'm at home I and i can pause it and piss when i want i'm down if i'm at the theater and it's a three-hour movie i'm bummed because i know i'm gonna fucking miss something yeah yeah that's a good point too speaking of spider-man and its long ass release time <laughs> uh it's now the sixth highest grossing movie of all time at 1.74 billion <laughs> Absolutely insane. I know in the middle of the pandemic, well, not yeah. in the middle of the pandemic, tail end of the, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's fucking crushing. It lost out to Scream for one week. It's back on top again as number one. And dude, Marvel, Jesus Christ, man, they are just printing money over there. They're not slowing well down anytime soon. I get it too. I mean, hey, it's a money machine. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, look, I, Scorsese, whatever, fuck him. But like, he also, it's true. You know, he's saying like, you know, it's, oh, it's more of a fucking theme park ride than an actual movie. And, you know, I get it. That's to some degree fair. It's just like, oh yeah, a bunch of cameos, a bunch of references. It's, you know, trading on nostalgia, whatever, man. Smart move. What, can I just have fun? Can I go see a long movie that's got a bunch of Spider-Man stuff in it? Is that, a, is that okay with you? Does it's it definitely to, not a crime. Does it have to be a fucking like uh, a homework assignment? No. <laughs> no, and you're not alone, nor, I mean, millions of people are in the same boat as you are. So yeah, hey, 1.7 million. Yeah, billion, they're, me. they're doing yeah. something right for sure. All right. All right. I think that'll do it. I got a couple little quickie. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, Pam and Tommy, got a couple of releases uh, of note to mention. February 2nd, that's in the past. First three episodes of Pam and Tommy on Hulu. February 2nd as well, the premiere of season 25 for South Park on Paramount Plus, again, on Hulu, February 5th, Rick and Morty Season 5, and February 4th, Jackass Forever out in theaters. And I'm ready for that. That is my Three Stooges. I fucking love that shit. Uh, three Stooges are my Three Stooges, first of all. Don't you dare. Uh, jackass is Jackass. Still, I get it. Respect. But don't you, don't compare the two. Totally different. I might do that again at some point. I'm going to fucking kiss your face, Okay. Sure. Yeah, whenever you want. Yeah, you would. Well, I'm coming in for a haircut tomorrow, so yeah, it's kisses. definitely going to happen. I might yeah, be careful. Sure. Um, I don't want him to miss with the uh, scissors. Always try. I should <laughs> be talking shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of the Batman, uh, there was a little bit of news in regards to the Joker two being announced. Heard about that? Yeah, yeah. So Joker two officially production to start next year, 2023. We'll get it probably 2024. There's no massive v, uh, visual effects to be done, so it should be a quick turnaround. But speaking of Joker 2, since we got that little news, I wanted to kick it around to Joey first and last. We'll jump in here too. Who is the better Joker? I know this is a little bit of a fucking Sophie's choice. It's impossible to say in some ways, but you got a strong opinion? Nicholson, well, Ledger, Phoenix? I think all three of these are great. I just want to point out too, I know we're clearly talking live action, but Mark Hamill certainly should be in the discussion 100%. Thank you. I mean... I'll say that I think of Mark, when I think of Mark Hamill, I think of the Joker more than I think of him as Luke Skywalker. I know mm. that might be a sin to some people to hear, but that's just how I associate Mark Hamill. But we're going to just talk strictly live action. For me personally, Jack Nicholson's Joker is my favorite, but I have no problem saying that Heath Ledger is the best. His version, his portrayal, in my opinion, is just simply the best. I mean, he's just so chaotic, psychotic. He mm -hmm. just took the role to a different level. When you talk about actors when they become a uh, character or just slip into it. We were talking last season about um, Tom Hardy being Bronson. Well, in this case, you know, Heath Ledger is the Joker, period. Yeah. Goddamn. Well said. And uh, yeah, I should have included Hamill. You're right. I think... I've... His act, his voice acting career has been amazing. Yeah, oh, for sure. sure. He's Absolutely. clearly a, a massive talent. So that's a good point. His Joker is just fucking on point. Like you could hear that with no animation, no exactly. anything. I and can you're hear like, all of the fuck. laughter in my head. Oh, right yeah. Every little bit. Yeah. And he did some of the Arkham games, too. And I fucking love those. Great I mean, point. he fucking crushed in those. And those are some of the most fun I've had playing video games those arkham games jesus fucking christ you want to talk about fucking powerhouse most fun you could have being batman and absolutely ruining motherfuckers just breaking necks and well not necks he doesn't fucking kill anybody but you're fucking those dudes up <laughs> he does 
Okay. Uh, that's uh, okay. So I know you're a little bit on the younger side compared to us, but I mean, how did the did the original Tim Burton Batman's hit you at all? Or oh yeah. I mean, that was like same thing with a couple other VHS tapes I had. I burned through a couple of these just because I watched it so much. Um, Jack Nicholson is one of my favorites. I mean, The Shining is one of my all time favorite movies. Um, him as the Joker is awesome. I loved his prosthetics for his exaggerated yeah. smile that he already kind of had. They just like enhanced Definitely. it. Definitely. Um, he he did have a certain kind of chaotic energy to him. Most a little definitely, bit more yeah. So, but uh, you know, Ledger does fucking nail it, and I love his little quirks and his like licking the scars and all his shit. Like, I mean, hands down, uh, that's in absolutely epic performance so i gotta give it to ledger joaquin phoenix did a great job don't get me wrong i'm, I'm definitely excited to hear what they do with joker 2 um but yeah fuck man this is a hard fucking trio i saw you pop this in the dock and i said fuck man i'm gonna keel over mid-segment i was my, my thinking was gonna be like all right man i'm gonna hold these motherfuckers feet to the fire give me one answer give me one joker and the more i think about it it's impossible you really can't yeah no it's so tough like i just I, I, one I day you could give forth. one answer the next day and now yeah for sure yep. depends on what mood you're in and i feel mm-hmm. like i know joey what you were saying is true it's just like if you throw out a poll i feel like Heath Ledger is going to win nine out of 10 of those polls. It's just the way it is. And I'm nothing wrong with that. But I just, if I'm thinking about it for me personally, I like all three for different reasons. Sure. And even the Romero, even Cesar Romero, for sure. You have to bring it in his own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Let's shave your mustache, buddy. Come on, man. <laughs> I was just going to reference that looking at all the photos and the makeup. You can see his <laughs> fucking stash. Yeah. Just get rid of the poop broom. Let's go, dude. Come on. <laughs> and uh, and just to talk about Phoenix's portrayal. I mean, I think that Joker was just great, too. I kind of have a hard time putting it, comparing it to the others, just because I think the world that it's in, it's not like fully like the world that we're accustomed to with Tim Burton's and Christopher Nolan's because that um, Todd Phillips version was such a standalone, even though now it got greenlit for a second. But his version to me is just, it's so much like a a psychological thriller, like a Mm -hmm. character study, even though it was still loosely based on the killing joke elements of it. But it just, it doesn't have that same feel as the other two um versions to me but it's still fucking great and i still love it i don't feel like i'm in the middle of gotham yes great yes. That one. Yeah. yeah great point that's a great point i was yeah trying to say it just it's different worlds like it's not the dc cinematic universe if you will like the other two kind of incorporate whereas this one yeah is more of its standalone entity but it's still great and that's awesome that they greenlit the second one i'm curious to see where it goes uh is todd phillips directing it as well yes okay from what i hear yes good all right awesome. yeah, i didn't know that for sure that's awesome yep yeah, I, I just saw in a video and he was actually talking about the second movie coming around and i was like oh fuck like that that could be good they crushed it why wouldn't they yeah oh absolutely like cha-ching let's do this motherfucker uh, and just, actually i was just gonna say and lastly just to kind of like piggyback too on what i was talking about i think that's what makes it so great too is it was so refreshing it was a new take on the joker what we needed you know they did have bruce wayne and wayne enterprises in it but at the end of the day it was a standalone joker film in that world which which i do think is great yeah oh absolutely it definitely wasn't a batman flick you know what i mean for sure uh train actually has an answer in here about the joker uh deal he said jack is the goat everyone was good but he's the og legend 
I mean, I'll take it for I what it's it. worth because I absolutely like, love I Nicholson's I he was Joker. Say Walking Phoenix, because I remember he was super fucking into it when it dropped. Yeah, it's just like yeah, man, they fucking crushed it. Perfect. Movie. And like he said, it didn't feel like a Batman flick. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Great I take, mean, Train. You no fucking wrong answers puss. on this one for some fucking reason. I just, love it. I can't figure it out. All right. Well, that's my way of just allowing myself to completely cop out and not give an answer. Uh, no, come man. on now, man. Now nah, we need. Come on, Chili. Pick that's, one. God you damn, can pick really one and you can change it that tomorrow if you want. That's true. Jesus Christ. All right. I think I got to go with Heath Ledger. What a fucking hipster. Yeah. What a follower. Just because Joey and I picked him. And hey, listeners, please chime in and let us know who you like. I'm really curious to hear. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of listeners who are big Joker fans. Shout out to our boy Los. I know he loves the Joker. We talk about him a lot, too. So, yeah, definitely let us know which Joker you're feeling and which Joker you might not be feeling. Yeah, for sure. Case in point, we didn't put Jared Leto on this list. <laughs> no fucking kidding, <laughs> bro. Shit, didn't even, didn't even deserve the spot. <laughs> so, Fuck I'm that. Thinking about this question, and during the entire discussion, I didn't even think about it because it doesn't even matter. <laughs> so Fuck. there you go. On to the um, next segment. Yeah, I was gonna say before we jump into <laughs> the next segment, uh, we were talking about the Suicide Squad, not Jared Leto's like Suicide Squad, the one James with Gunn uh, version. Yeah, John yeah. Cena as Peacemaker and shit. Yes, uh, I watched all the Peacemaker things on HBO Max, and I fucking love that show. That's that fun. shit is so much fun. I dude. knew you would. It absolutely, is. it's just a blast. I mean, you want to talk gore, violence, you know, absurdity, good story, absurdity. Oh, yeah. yeah, vigilante fucking yeah. rules, dude. It was yeah, it's just so much favorite, fun. Dude. <laughs> Bro, he goes straight into jail to get Peacemaker's dad and just starts <laughs> fucking laying down the law. Dude, it's so tripping, good. It's like, uh, fucking, he's got like Napoleon Dynamite vibes. It's he kind of so does. Bizarre. My wife said this best. He has call. a Deadpool feel to him. Kind of. Yes. Because he just runs his fucking mouth the whole fucking time. I never thought of that, but I, for some reason, can tolerate him more than Ryan Reynolds. So. Fair. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's totally fair. Uh, so do yourself a fucking favor. If you haven't watched The Suicide Squad, it's on HBO Max. Great fucking movie. And you get to see Pete Davidson get his face shot off in the first 10 minutes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, watch Peacemaker. It's a great fucking show. Uh, sorry to spoil something. But, hey, that is a nice, tasty little treat. And speaking while, of tasty whatever. treats, yeah, your fucking fault, not mine. Uh, it's time to get into some music news and the playlist. Let's go. guys got quite a bit here in music news i just kind of went hog wild um i'm gonna go through to my least favorite little bit here rihanna is pregnant mm. rihanna's pregnant with asap rocky's baby so baby on board rihanna is pregnant in photos with boyfriend asap rocky out in new york city over the weekend january 30th through the 31st photos snapped by shutterstock and published by people magazine who gives a fuck um, for whatever reason, I did see a, a follow-up article that Drake unfollowed ASAP and Rihanna after the announcement of their baby, uh, but hurt much. I guess he was uh, hoping to get a piece of that at some point, but uh, yeah, wow. that is interesting. Grow up, oh, buddy. Oh, wow. Did your microphone turn off, Joey? Something sounds a little functified. No, can you hear me? I can hear you, but it sounds like you're 14 feet away. Oh, no, I'll get a little closer. Maybe that might help. Hmm. 
Huh. Either way, uh, so Rihanna's pregnant. I couldn't give less a shit. Uh, into something else that really doesn't fucking matter. Chris Barnes, six feet under's Chris Barnes says every death metal singer sucks except for me. Chris Barnes, frontman of Six Feet Under and formerly of Cannibal Corpse, has been throwing shade at the death metal scene over the last week. He took aim at a death metal roundtable interview feature with vocalists. Or, yeah, featured with the vocalists of Cannibal Corpse, The Black Dahlia Murder, Gate Creeper, and Undeath. Uh, and later said, every death metal vocalist sucks except me. The roundtable interview hosted by Knotfest was published on January 19th, where George Corpse Grinder Fisher, Trevor Strand, and Chris Mason and Alex Jones discussed a range of topics from their earlier discovery of the genre, accessibility, and gateway bands, and more. Uh, let's see here. Barnes, who split with Cannibal Corpse in 1995, has steadily put out new material with Six Feet Under ever since. Uh, evidently did not join or did not enjoy that chat and tweeted, I just watched a death meta podcast on YouTube that was done about a week ago with the top death metal vocalists. It made me physically ill. I despise what that genre has become. So, Hate breed frontman Jamie Josta pops in and comments on this whole thing. It turns into a fucking Twitter beef. Like death metal guys turning into Twitter beefs is just getting like let's let's everyone let's yeah. So Josta reaches out, you know, come on my show, let's talk about it. Barnes says no thanks, brother. Uh, and then okay. <laughs> Josta said Josta said. Uh, or no, sorry. Barnes continues. I have no need to jump on that bandwagon. You guys have got that. And it continues with Josta calling the reply weak. And Barnes says, ain't here to play games. You have fun though. Sick bro. And then Josta says, you're the one playing games. Uh, you hate what the genre has become, but do you ever promote or discuss the new bands or try to help build anything in the genre barnes laughed off the idea of promoting other bands and just a needled oh right that's beneath you and barnes capped off the back and forth with nah i'm just not a shill sounds like a real fuckhead if you ask me uh yeah so i mean if you're a fan of either of these dudes chime in and let me know what you think uh another thing conflicting spotify users joe rogan acknowledges criticism which led to neil young's spotify boycott and rogan said if i piss you off i'm sorry uh you know this whole thing with the 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 spotify deal yeah uh, on for a bit now it's been quite a while and i saw this other picture here uh <laughs> this is just some random guy on Instagram that I saw too. All of these artists threatening to leave Spotify were fine with sharing the platform with R. Kelly, sex trafficking, Chris Brown, domestic assault, Vince Neal, murder, Marilyn Manson, sexual assault, John Lennon, domestic assault, 6-9, conspiracy to murder. So why now all of a sudden with Rogan's take, is it an issue for you? Uh, again, people just making a stink of... of you know, whatever the fuck they're feeling that day. I mean, I use Spotify. This certainly isn't going to change anything. And to the woke nation or whoever the fuck you think you are, like, who cares? Joe Rogan doesn't give a fuck. He's still getting paid. He's speaking honest truth. I mean, Neil Young, didn't you preach rocking in the free world? Put your music wherever the fuck you want and shut up. Yeah, I think I agree roughly. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm sure Rogan says some smart and stupid shit all the time. For sure. And he freely admits Absolutely. that. Look, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of a dummy, and uh, you know, he I, smokes I, weed on his show. You can't take everything he says as like scientific no. proof and evidence. If you're being offended by Rogan, I think you're clearly not listening to any of his episodes because he's you know not going to get everything right, but he's certainly making a good, honest effort for sure to do his best as he can. So whatever. I mean, I'm sure Young. I'm. I, I doubt he's listening to Rogan. I'm sure it's more like, oh, I heard that he's a fucking shitty guy. And so I'm out of here. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Two people Something told like me that. that he said this about the COVID vaccine. And now he's just fucking, so. you got beef with the dude. Again, like I said, I don't want to get too political on the vaccine or the disease or the whatever the fucking case may be. But, you know, it is what it is. And when you see two adults going at it like this, it's kind of fucking sad. You know what I mean? Well, and besides all that, I mean, it's uh, Spotify, I think, doubled their numbers under, yeah. under, under Rogan. So I'm sure they're not going to tell him to fucking hit the trail. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you just cut, you know, shut your mouth a little bit? No, they're not going to tell him to shut his mouth. Keep going. So cash whatever. cow. Yeah. Some scaredy cats will dump their uh, Spotify stock and it'll tank for a little bit. You, you know, got it's, like, it. it's like Tesla. It's, you it's, got it'll, it. It'll dip. Yeah. He smokes a joint. It goes down, whatever. It'll go right back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Who gives a shit? Joey, do you have anything to add with this uh, Neil Young deal? Not really. I mean, I'm an Apple user. I use iTunes and Apple Music, so I don't really get uh, too invested with the Spotify stuff. So it's. And if I can shit on Spotify super briefly, the app sucks, dick. I hate the app. Really? Oh, yeah. No, it sucks. See, I have premium and my whole family uses it, including my mom and my, you know. Okay, it, it does, okay the app doesn't suck. My, so much better if you are if you got the premium. Free version sucks. It's Yeah, okay. Well, the free version, whatever. It's My issue is that whenever I install the app and if I play one episode ever, the, the notification sticks on the tray nonstop. I can't clear it out. I have to like restart oh, my phone. I have to kill the app and restart my phone. Otherwise, no matter how many times I swipe the fucking hmm. notification away, it pops back up and it pisses me off that it's forcing its way onto my phone. I get zero notifications from just, Spotify oh, ever. That gets under my skin. Like, look, is I that an Android it. thing you think, or is it? It's. I mean, it's got to be because I've guys, never if once you guys gotten are, a you guys Spotify. Are all Apple, so if, I, if you're not experienced, yeah, yeah, it's got to be just an Android thing. Yeah, I guess. But oh boy, does that piss me off! And I know anybody else that I've heard complain about that. Absolutely. Android, so yeah, if, if I was getting a notification, yeah, I'd be a little bit pissed, and I'd be on the phone with somebody going, "Hey, why the fuck can't you fix this?" But I've never had that happen. So yeah, or it's just like, all right, I'll just uninstall it. All right, all right. Last little me. bit here. Like I said, I went a little hog wild with the fucking news. Uh, when Whatever. we were young, you festival was announced, and there were three dates now confirmed uh we're looking at october 22nd 23rd and 29th if you don't know when we were young is a festival that includes a lot of fucking bands happening in las vegas um like i said the 22nd 23rd and 29th farted sorry guys uh pre-sale is monday january 31st with just passed and yeah let me get into it here. Oh, yeah, that's real quick, BJ. So, is this concert to confirm? Is it one day or is it multiple days? Because I've heard this three days. Okay. But it's the I same think. lineup all three days. And uh, word is it's three stages. They all revolve. So, there will be three revolving stages so they can just fucking shovel these bands in and out and in and out all fucking day long. Um, just to read off a couple of the bands involved, obviously, the big names at the top My Chemical Romance, Paramore, AFI, The Used, Bring Me the Horizon, Taking Back Sunday, Dashboard Confessional, Alkaline Trio, A Day to Remember, Avril Lavigne, Pierce the Veil, The Story So Far, Story of the Year. 
uh, Dance Gavin Dance, Senses Fail, Silverstein, Acceptance, Thursday, Amberlynn, Armor for Sleep, Jimmy Eat World, 303, Atreyu, Glassjaw. There we um, go. Horror Pops, and there's just all kinds of other filler bands in here too. Neck Deep is in just there. A few? Uh, dude, so <laughs> fucking many bands. It's overwhelming, uh, man. Absolutely. I wouldn't know which stage to run to at any given moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big one. The festival will run majority of the day from 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. So it's going to be a long fucking day, the 22nd, 23rd, and 29th. If you're in the Las Vegas area or you are interested, general admission tickets will start at $224.99, and they go up to $399.99. VIP tickets start at $500, and VIP cabanas will also be available to purchase for guests 21 years of age and older. So if you're into any of those bands and you're in the Vegas area or you want to go, that's what you're looking at spending. Uh, that's it for music news and let's get into our picks for the playlist i suppose i will just start this off uh dudes you know how it goes we got three picks one's gonna be a stinker will someone play the curveball i don't know so number well um, my number one pick here we got is 1200 by mushroom head uh number two i've got we are the end by alexis on fire or alex is on fire however you want to say it. And then the next one is July by standards. Joey days. Which one is the stinker? Mushroom head. Yeah. He took the words right out of my mouth. See? I wanted to see it right away. It was obvious. All right. Well, now it's in there for you all to enjoy. That's right. Mushroom head was my stinker pick. Don't be surprised. Train you fucking butthole. Joey days. Why don't you take us into your picks, my friend? Okay. In no particular order. I have God smack awake candle box. You and this is one's for you, CJ. Six feet under, one bullet left. And to note, that song <laughs> includes Ice T, and it fucking is a banger, man. It's a nice okay. little throwback to Bonnie Definitely Cat not Cat. that one. I'm going to say. What was the first one again? God Smack Awake. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. God Smack's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it was like a 50% fucking whatever with the candle box, but yeah, God Smack. I've heard you talk shit about them for a decade. So yeah, <laughs> right. it's hard not to make my stinker so obvious. I don't. <laughs> you know, I tried to with the mushroom head pick, and I you guys still fucking well, nailed the it. The problem is, if you make it really good, then it's almost an admission of guilt. It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! I'm just not good at my own game. I guess. Uh, you know what, Chili? We'll save trains for last. What you got? Sure. All right. Uh, I've got Stay by Post Malone. Need to know by Doja Cat and Super Gremlin by Kodak Black. Ooh, I'm gonna say Doja Cat's your stinker. I'm going with Kodak Black. Joe is correct. Damn, nice one. Good pull. Haven't heard any of those songs. Yeah, unless they're on the radio. Either until I went through the top 40 section and and random shit and just listen to stuff. That's a good way if you're struggling for a stinker. Dude, 100%. Or just throw on FM radio. Bingo. Yep. Uh, All right. Buckle in, boys. Here's Train's picks. Uh, Number one here is Ghost, Monstrance Monstrance Clock. Sorry. Uh, Next one is The Movie Life, Hand Grenade. And then we've got Saliva, Click, Click, Boom. I feel like some of y'all are like missing the point. It's like there is there is no challenge here. No, not at all. It's definitely saliva. Yeah, quick, fucking quick asshole. Goddamn! I have a pretty vivid memory of you, Joey, being behind the register at replay and absolutely losing your shit laughing. 
while that was on. <laughs> that, is, that is true, man. Just so it's like up on <laughs> up <laughs> that third spike. No light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's in that same time frame, same vibe. Yeah. Oh my God, it's the worst. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, that was they sent. There was like a lot of promo material that got sent to replay of Saliva when that album dropped. That got yeah. on the Soda Machine. Saliva. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fuck, man. You want to talk about like lined up weird eyebrows and eyebrow rings and faux hawks? Holy shit, man. All right, cool. Good picks, train. Uh, except for that saliva pick. Jesus Christ. Uh, Joey Days, it is time for some sports news, my friend. You got this? Let's go. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got some sports news, including the Australian Open. Didn't really know what we wanted to talk about here outside of Rafael Nadal winning. He's an absolute stud, but uh, Trainwreck, excuse me, Trainwreck can certainly chime in on that. I know he put that in, so I don't know exactly what he wanted to do with that. But in other news, too, it's official now. Tom Brady has officially retired. I know over the weekend it was rumored that he was leaning that way. He came out officially on his Instagram account yesterday and said that he is done, that he is hanging up his cleats. Ten-time Super Bowl appearances, seven-time Super Bowl winner, five-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time regular season MVP. I mean, it speaks for himself. We throw around the term GOAT often when we talk about people, athletes, celebrities, in my opinion, Tom Brady is the GOAT when it comes to strapping on the football helmet. No way to deny it. I mean, especially at the level of play that he was playing at at 44 years of age. I mean, this guy seriously has two or three more years probably left if he wanted to. When you look at some of the other greats like Peyton Manning, for example, that he was definitely compared to. I remember Peyton Manning's uh, last couple of years in Denver and man, his arm strength was just completely shot. It was pitiful and hard to watch because he just could not move the down to move the ball downfield. His last championship was a pretty much a product of that defense from the Broncos. But Tom Brady, as I mentioned, man, he's still moving the ball. His 2021 stat line, 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns to 12 INTs. He's likely going to be the MVP, either him or um, Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, he's hanging them up. I mean, he played 22 years. It's amazing. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add. Before you get pushed out. Good for him for getting out. Well, you know, well, the getting's good, you know, because like you said, it could be a uh, Peyton Manning situation where you're just like, oof, man, that didn't end well. And, you know, who wants that? He's made enough money. Who gives a shit? Just get out now. And is there any sense that I know there is a cheating controversy in New England? Is that is that is that going to taint it? No, not for sure. I I mean, I kind of laugh at it. I mean, I don't think there needs to be an asterisk, something that deep on it, but the I mean, this guy was doing things, which is jobber receivers, which is he's the epitome of making you better. I mean, it wasn't towards his latter end of his career where he started getting a lot of playmakers. I mean, this guy was just the ultimate quarterback and point guard for his team, just making everyone better. And uh, in more football news, the Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, have officially changed their name after two years. They have decided on wait for it. Drum roll, please. The Washington Commanders. That's right. Can you believe it? If you ask me, it's weak and whack. Sounds like whirp, a, whirp. a Pop Warner football team. I'm not big on their owner, Dan Snyder. I'm not a fan of his. So, I mean, they're in the division, the NFC East with the Eagles. I cannot stand them, but they are the Washington Commanders. Gentlemen, anything to uh, 
add on this name change. We've seen the Cleveland Indians change their name too, whether it's politically correct or not. That's been something that sports teams have been doing now, trying to uh, improve themselves, changing their name. If sure. you Look, I'm all about getting PC and changing your name to be respectful. That totally makes sense. Uh, but come up with something a little more clever, man. Washington <laughs> Commanders? Absolutely. Wow. I'm sure the vibe is just playing it safe. Oh, for so sure. Whatever. Well, and here's the thing, too, Commanders. I, depending on what this logo ends up looking like, it's easy to sell. You know? Oh, some, for sure. Some guy in gear and whatever. The one thing that they, uh, they're they doing that's smart, if you will, is they're maintaining their colors, that burgundy gold. They've added some smart. black and white into it, which the Redskins initially had. I mean, I understand from their perspective, I mean, marketing and everything, they're losing a lot of money before they have to start making that money back. Mm. But, hey, they've been, for, they've been asked to change the name for a while, and Daniel Steiner, their owner, has been a big dickhead about it and been stubborn not wanting to do it. So now he finally is doing it. So next year, folks, Washington Commanders. Hitting it up on Sunday. That's sporting news for you this week. All right. Fuck yeah, man. Good take. And I'm loving all these little news segments. Not so much a news segment now, but it is time for this episode's weekend roundup. All right, dudes, for this week's weekend round, week, hmm, the weekend roundup, we are looking at Friday, February 4th, the Jordan 6 Retro Low GC Chinese New Year, the Jordan 1 Mid SE Coconut Milk Particle Gray in Europe, and the Nike US app releases. Re-releases? No, just releases. Okay. And uh, Saturday, February 5th, we've got the Nike Dunk Low SE Black Light Photo Blue Mint. Just shorten the fucking name up, would you guys? Hold on here. Nike Dunk Low SE Blacklight Photo Blue Mint Foam GS. Dropping in Europe. Fucking A. Jordan 1 Retro High OG Dark Marina Blue in Asia. And the Jordan 5 Retro Jade Horizon. And as per fucking usual, nothing on Sunday. Praise be to the Lord, because that is his day. And that is this week's weekend roundup. And that also rounds up episode three for the Trash Talk Boys. Minus our loudmouth train. Uh, we do miss you, buddy. All shit talking aside, it's been a fantastic episode I without you. And I wanted to make sure that you finished first, but now that we're almost at the end, I just noticed it's a few seconds. Scott, oh, you didn't damn it, chili. We haven't been recording. Oh, never mind. I thought you were going to flip out. We're recording. Never mind. I'm about to flip oh, out on you for interrupting me. The recording button. I know it's good. I've been watching it. All right. All right. You already know this then. You fucking pea brain. That didn't work. All right, I'll see myself out. My bad. All right, bye, Chili, and bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Trash Talk Boys, uh, TikTok, OnlyFans, all that shit. Drop a like, five stars on Apple Music and Podcasts. We do greatly appreciate it, and we love every single one of you guys. Stay safe out there, and uh, for you know what it's worth, listen to the top three and heed that. I mean, use that to your advantage. Be a good person. Be smart. Don't do drugs, kids, like Chili said. And uh, yeah. We will see you guys next week. Any closing statements, fellas? Great job, CJ. Aww. You yeah, did okay. Oh, goddamn. All right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm all the compliments for CJ. <laughs> oh, man. I love Chili. And uh, good job not farting. I farted once and it was fucking disgusting. I apologize. Joey Days, pleasure having you as always. Any closing statements? <laughs> Much love. Peace. <laughs> Next week, guys, we'll see you again for a fantastic episode. Bless your ass. Bye-bye. Peace out. God damn it, Chili. You ever embarrass me like that again? It's your hide, pal. It's the recording, bro. <laughs> I'm broken.